Joe Jeruso joins us now, city council member and our friend. How are you, Joe? Did you have a nice Mardi Gras? I did have a good Mardi Gras. I got a little sunburned on Tuesday, so you know you had a good time. How about you? I did. Uh, we didn't get a chance to walk down and see you at Gallier Hall. We were at Gallier. Gallier. I always confuse that. Hall, we were at the Blake Hotel, but we had a good time. It was good. A little bit late. A uh, long day, but I don't know what happened. I, but I guess it just takes time for stuff to pass, huh? That That's the way it works on Mardi Gras Day. I think. There you go. Um, tell me what you want to do with the, um, I guess, some reforms. Uh, I know we're going to talk about cam- traffic cameras, which is on top of everybody's mind. But let's start with the reforms you're talking about maybe as far as the council. Limiting a little bit of the mayor and some reforms when it comes to budgeting. So there's two different things I'm going to put on the ballot, uh, hopefully in October, and and I think we have pretty good support, both from the council and from the administration. The first is, right now, code enforcement is not really a department. It is a department in name. It lives in sanitation and safety and permits and Office of Community Development, but it's not its own single department. And and the easiest way I can say it is if you want something in government to fail or not be as successful as it could be, put it in three or four different places. Oh, yeah. And, right? And, because and nobody's look, in I'm charge not, of it, right? Well, well, well that's, that's number one, Tommy. Number two, they get no general funds money at all. Everything is either from fees or from federal money that's being received. And then three, it's, well, is this a sanitation issue? Is it a safety and permits issue? Is it a community development issue? Let's forget all that and put it in one place and just make sure, particularly as we saw all the complaints about Mardi Gras and how close ladders were, other things, it just makes sense to have it live all in one place. So that's the first one. Would would this also, Joe, hang on one second, this would also go to, like, when you look at the Hard Rock and who is supposed to be inspecting what was going on there or not um that is safety and permits and i will tell you there's very thin lines between safety and permits and code enforcement Mm -hmm. i think as a real technical matter code enforcement would live right beneath safety and permits but they should be working all the time hand in hand together sort of anyway would this change the difference it, it would change the idea that it's spread out in so many different places and make it one place and then have them both be sort of side by side. In other words, if code enforcement is partially in community development, then safety and permits can't ask necessarily those people to help. If you put it all in one place and they're parallel right together, shoulder to shoulder, then that makes it much different and much easier for them to be communicating and working together on issues. Because, Tommy, like you, you're raising a really good point that there's a thin line between was the permit issued correctly, safety and permits issue, and is this an, an eminent danger of falling down or collapsing, which is more code enforcement issue. Mm-hmm. That's, to me, that's almost the um, people don't care about the drainage line, whether it's less than 36 inches, which is Department of Public Works, or more than 36 inches, which is Sewage and Water Board. They just want it fixed. Mm-hmm. Same thing with code enforcement, safety, and permits. It's, it's, they're almost so identical that, that, again, having code enforcement spread out in so many different places and not being sister organizations doesn't make a lot of sense. It would so, make sense to put them all under one 
title, Joe, or is that not going to pass? Well, I think there's there's two things. Remember right now the mayor already has something called OBES, which is um, this office that is supposed to sit on top of safety and permits, city planning commission, historic district landmark commission, mm. the Vucare commission. So there's already one thing that is supposed to sit on top of all of those. Um, I, I think the difference here, though, for code enforcement is you'll you'll have issues, for example, that property needs to be knocked down or something happening to it, but then it gets stuck in what's called title research, which is trying to investigate who owns it. And that process can be a year or two. Well, who do I, who do we fuss at about that? Is that safety and permits problem? Is that community development problem? Is that really sanitation's problem? So there's not a singular place for you to be able to lodge these things that, that are a problem. And, and look, here's the other one, too. I mentioned this, I think, a time or two ago. You can look at a map of the city and see where all the blight is, and that crime is either right in that area or bookended by the blight. If we want to get a better handle on tackling real blight in the city, uh, particularly blight that is downtown and other places, let's let's make sure that we empower one place to do it rather than trying to weave our way through the morass of government and trying to figure it out. Um, I want to take a break, and I want to talk about the cameras and give that a, a fair amount of time. Also, you want to change your period of time from when the budget is submitted so that the council has more time to pour over it, right? That's right, and also for the public, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard. If you can start the budget process even in early November, to focus on a $1.6 billion budget in essentially two and a half weeks is really tough, both for the public and for the council. All right, let's talk to, about traffic cameras when we come back. Very controversial. I know the mayor said they were a money grab. She was against them when she ran. Then she realized how much money they generated, and she said, okay, well, we can't do away with them all. Let's just leave them in the school zone. But then those aren't working either. So we'll talk about that with Joe DeRusso when he returns. 751, 9 till 8. Traffic now, WWL. 755 and a half. That would be three and a half till 8 o'clock. Joe DeRusso with us, New Orleans City Council member, our friend, talking about an ordinance he introduced about school zone traffic cameras. Now, Joe, you know, when the mayor ran originally, she was against them, said they were a money grab. Then when she realized. When she got in office, how much money they did provide, she said, okay, well, let's just have them in the school zones. Well, those are inoperative. People having a lot of problems with them. Explain, if you will, sir, what the problems are and what you would like to see done to address those and fix it. Well, we've, for a long time, Tommy, we've gotten complaints from people who say the lights aren't functioning in a school zone, and yet I got a ticket anyway. And the city's position has been as long as there is any sign posted, whether the lights are flashing or not, that you can get a ticket for for going through those places. And let's not also forget, I think it was last summer, that the school zone lights were still functioning even though school was out. So people were confused (laughs) about whether or not they they were in a school zone. Wait, the city was saying that it was okay for you to get a ticket whether it was school zone time or not? They weren't saying it was okay, but they left the lights on. So it's confusing because we're seeing people mix messages, right? On the one hand, we're saying we we can ticket you during school times, even if the lights aren't functioning, 
Um, and, and, that, and that light is the visual cue to people. But that's what people think and see when they slow down. And then you're sending a mixed message when school is out that the lights are, are flashing on and off, even though they shouldn't be. So I, I want to take um, all of the guesswork out of this mm-hmm. and make it very simple. If the lights aren't functioning, then the city can't ticket, period. And I have six co-authors on this already, which shows you that my other colleagues feel as though this is something that merits not only importance but also their support because people are being treated unfairly. And all we want is to make sure that if the administration wants to give people traffic tickets in school zones, that we do it in the fairest way possible. Yeah, I misspoke. I said – I said it was just school zones. It's not. They have these cars that they park all over, and they give you the signs that they got the traffic cameras watching for the speed limits. But, Joe, what happens when the lights are flashing and it's, you know, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning on July 15th? Uh, I mean, no, there, there, A, shouldn't be a ticket, and then, B, um, you shouldn't be charged, period, for that either. Um, I think that one's a lot easier just because there is no school zone at all, and it's easy to handle that, it's easier, and we haven't had too many of those. But you still solved. shouldn't have to, right? I agree. Yeah, no, totally agreed. Um, I really, uh, Tommy, it's usually not in summer that it becomes a big problem. It's usually like a school holiday or some other day. But yes, the answer is um, you shouldn't have to get it. But but what I'm starting with, um, we may work our way down even more. But I want to start with the lowest hanging fruit. Do, do you do you realize how? And I know you do, Joe, because you're you're an attorney and you're an intelligent man and you're an educated man. How ridiculous this is to even have this conversation. You do, don't you? Uh, I I understand. <laughs> there are things I find myself legislating on frequently that I didn't think I would have to. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like really. So what you're saying is then you don't want to give people a ticket if they're not doing anything wrong. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a hell of a limb to go out on, Joe. I'll tell you, it's a shame you have to do it, but you do. Thank you, man. Yeah. Any final thoughts or not? That's it. Take care. Have a good week. You too, Joe. I appreciate your time and your work as always. Joe Jerusalem, Wallen City Council member. I can imagine him scratching his head.